Good evening, everybody. Uh, today, 
just 90 minutes again. I know a lot of people are expecting buzz and violence and all that. But before we begin the session for this evening, I just want to use this opportunity to point out some ground rules. Um, as we all know, this topic is a very... Uh, for the lack of a better choice of word, very volatile topic. This topic will include uh, a lot of emotions and feelings involved as well. And for the purpose of this, we, the team has tried to make contingency measures to ensure that people's opinion are respected, people's emotions are respected. So for that reason, if we feel that you are talking out of scope, we will mute you. If you come up here to attack anybody's opinion, we will kick you off. If you do anything contrary to the rules today of the space, which includes abusing or showing a lack of sympathy or empathy for people's stories or for people's opinion, we will kick you off. Anything that is inconsistent with normal human feelings and emotions tonight will not be tolerated. And we hope that uh, the topic today will be properly handled. And when I say we will kick you off, we will do that. We will do that without succor and without permission. It is a promise. Please let us try as much as possible to engage properly. The purpose of this space tonight is to learn and unlearn certain ills of abortion. I understand that people are expecting aggression and violence but please please and please let's consider the emotions of people strictly for the purpose of learning and i hope we maintain that so tonight contrary to other nights where we give you two minutes or three minutes we will be more lenient with our timing per person we allow you we will allow you to flow however if we feel that you have spoken a lot or enough we are going to ring the bell intentionally for you today and um, we will give everybody time as much as possible to talk as well. Try as much as possible to make your points succinctly, else we will mute you again or we kick you off the space. Please and please and please try as much as possible to put people's feeling and respect people's feeling, put people's emotions into perspective when making your points. We will not repeat this warning. We will not repeat this statement. Our topic tonight is abortion, women's rights, or men's choice. So I know people have a lot of um, opinions, a lot of stories to say, a lot of things to say about it. And that is what we are coming up here today to listen to. And on that note, we are opening the session. Uh, I will be giving David the opportunity to point us where we are going to be pivoting tonight. Thank you, David. You're up next. Thank you very much, Lassie. Um, good evening, everyone. Um, the build-up to this has been sort of chaotic, but I promise you guys that is definitely not the aim of this conversation. It's a sensitive and difficult conversation to have, but I think it's one that we can actually have and have peacefully. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too worried about people not really understanding what's happening. And to, to guide the conversation, we have like a background story. Um, so everybody understands what exactly we're trying to discuss because um, the topic, as announced, can spiral out into many different things that, that are not relevant to today's scope of conversation. So there is a very short story that I'll narrate quickly um, just to give us some 
context as to what we're trying to discuss. Okay. Um, I'll keep it brief. We have a young couple. Man is 26, girl is 24. They're, they're in a very good relationship. They have plans to settle down, marry, have kids and all of that. Um, they're having sex, safe sex, but somewhere along the line, there was a slip up. Um, the lady got pregnant. Um, the lady got pregnant. The man is clearly not ready to have a baby yet because it feels like he's too young and um, he's just not in that mental space yet to have the child. Before the pregnancy, they both shared that, that, that opinion, by the way. But now that the pregnancy has come in, um, the lady is leaning towards actually keeping the child because abortion is not as simple as taking a pill and then spitting out the baby. It's, it's way more complex than that. There are many things involved in going through with an abortion. I should also clarify that we're referring to safe, legal an abortion that is being carried out by professionals here. So, the lady wants to keep the baby because abortions are not an easy procedure. The man, on the other hand, thinks this baby would be my responsibility in the future. I cannot ghost this baby. That is not an option. So, I am going to be available for this baby. I am going to have to provide for this child. And so, um, I would love to have an input into what decision you eventually make. Now, the question is, on one side of the argument... Some people say it's the woman's body, it's her choice, it's her right. Whatever she says is final. End of story. On the other hand, a separate argument is if this man is going to be investing resources into the future of this child, he should definitely have an input into this decision process. So the question tonight is on what side of the argument are you on? And please, why are you on that side? We can open the floor for speakers now. Not requested. So um yeah, let's say I just posted the story um just in case you need to do a quick recap to understand what we're trying to discuss. Um that that is the story. Um two different sides of the argument. By the way, both sides have merit. Okay, there is no better side. The lady is within her rights to want to keep the baby if she feels she's not ready mentally to go through with an abortion. 100 percent fine. But the man also, from his own perspective, there's some merit into his I should have an input into whatever you decide because this decision, whether I like it or not, would affect me in the future. So, guys, um, I'd like to hear your thoughts on what side you think you're on and why you're on that side. So, yes, as I was saying before, this is not meant to be chaotic. I genuinely believe we can actually have this conversation and I'd like to hear your thoughts. <clears throat> Cindy, go on. Um, so, I lost my voice. <clears throat> I lost my voice this weekend or last weekend. But I love how nobody is requesting. I love the silence. It's good. It shows emotional thoughts. Thanks, yeah, guys. Let them digest the story. So there's, there's no chaos and rogue as many people thought. Read the story, digest it. And please, um, you can refer to the characters in this fictional story just to guide the talk. Flawless. You have the mic. Flawless, you can speak. Hello, David. Hello, everyone. Good evening. Am I being heard? Yeah, we can hear you loud and clear. Loud and clear, flawless. Loud and clear. Okay. In my own personal opinion, if, and that if is in capital letters, if the lady thinks she is capable of taking care of the child irrespective of if the man is willing to take responsibility or not then 
she has a right to go ahead. But if she is hoping on the man 100% to take care of the financial responsibility towards the child, then she has to, there has to be a middle point of, okay, everybody, all sides on the table. This is very, very important because um, the child didn't ask to be brought into the world. So it is very, very important that every decision that is being made is not made from a selfish angle. I understand 100% why a, the man might be reluctant to take up that responsibility because taking care of children is a whole lot. The mental stress, the financial stress, the, like so much goes into it. And usually it is the women who are reluctant to go through this stress because it's going to be the, the hormonal changes is going to take place in her body. If she's in school, she's the one likely to um, stop school or probably be affected more in her academics. If she's a career person or a professional, she's probably going to have to um, drop uh, out of her job for se uh, several months due to maternity leave. And by the time she's back, some of her colleagues would have advanced to certain other levels that she, she needs time to cash up. So she will be playing cash up to other of her colleagues. So it has always been the female gender that is reluctant to go through with the pregnancy. So if the lady is stamping her feet, it could be for religious reasons. I know a lot of people who will tell you for religious reasons, I can't have an abortion. Some people will tell you, oh, from the family where I come from, I'm, I'm an evil lady and where I come from. If you don't pay the bride price of the lady and she gives birth to a child while still in her father's house, even if you come back to marry the, the lady, the child belongs to the family of the lady. So it, to claim that child is a process of its own. So there are a lot of reasons why a lady might not want to carry on with a pregnancy. But in this case, where the lady is insistent on going pulling through with the pregnancy, I believe that something is giving her the backing probably she has the financial capability or she comes from a, a family that is very supportive or sometimes it could be like oh uh, it could be like the the family of the guy i have a friend who even though the guy was like he's not ready he's not ready the siblings of the guy were like babe we will take care of the child so they they, they don't mind he, he will come around we will take care of the child so several things might be at play here I believe if the lady feels like, oh, even if this man absconds along the way, even if he says, no, I'm not taking responsibility, if she feels she's capable, she should go ahead. I rest my case. Thank you. Um, hi, Flawless. Th th thank you for your contribution. You've, you've actually argued both sides nicely. I just wanted to correct just one thing for maybe for future speakers or maybe for years. Or, um, the issue of taking responsibility is off the table. He will take responsibility. So ghosting is not an option. He will be there. He will be available. And actually, that's the origin of his worry because 
your nose is not going to be out of this charter. Okay, just just to set that bit straight. Thank you very much, Flawless. Cindy, you wanted to say something? Yeah, David, I'm going to argue what you just said. <clears throat> and I know that this is a story, and it's for the context of the story, we want to believe certain things, but I'm sorry, the realistic part of me is not going to agree to that option. The comment of ghosting is not an option in the same line where the story also says ghosting is not an option, but a child changes many things. Now, drawing from the recent movie that I just watched, which is Sister, not knowing why I watched that movie recently, but drawing from that movie, ghosting was not an option. He was there for the wife. But you see, a child changes the idea that ghosting is not an option. If you've had a baby before and you've seen what babies can do, then you realize that it's one thing to be like, oh, cute feet, tiny legs, heart beats. I would never leave this woman. And the child comes and then suddenly ghosting becomes an option. So I get that in this story, the beginning part is saying ghosting is not an option, but there's a but there, which means the child changes things. So that but negates the idea that ghosting is not an option. So, so yeah. Flawless, can I ask you um, please, if you don't mind? Yes, please go ahead. Okay, so you know, there, there, there are some argument that says if the man is not ready to train the child, he shouldn't be engaging in premarital sex with the woman. Do you, do you also buy that school of thought as well? That's my first question. Do you also agree to that submission? I don't. Reason that, except where a minor is involved, or there is a lack of consent where an adult is involved, consensual sex is not something that is based on financial strength of a man. People develop feelings regardless of if they have money or not so i don't i'm not of the school of thought that oh because you're not financial as a matter of fact the there was a day it was uh, sorry i don't want to mention her name but she knows herself when she she posted in uh, one of the uh, uk communities where she said oh she remembered when she and her husband or her partner were broke that those days when they were broke are the times when they had sex more. So I'm, some, I'm sure a lot of people already know who I'm talking about. I don't want to bring her into the conversation. So it's not about the money. It's about feelings. Sometimes they are makeup sex. So they are, sometimes they are anniversary sex. Anything could be a reason why two people are having sex. So... It shouldn't monish is not part of that equation. Thank you. Okay. So do you imagine that the scenario or the outcome of this scenario will have been different where the woman wants the abortion and the man does not want the abortion? Do you think it would have been a different scenario altogether? To some extent I would say yes. To what extent exactly, please? When we talk about child upbringing uh -huh. there is more burden on the woman than the man I, I, this is not being sentimental this is absolute fact from early morning sickness 
to hormonal changes in the woman's body, to all of the discomfort, to the labor itself, to the uh, nights you are awake taking care of the child and breastfeeding in the middle of the night and all of those things, the toll is more on the woman. This is not saying that the man doesn't share in this burden because I know some men that go a mile and extra just to provide everything the woman needs. They are always at the beck and call. She wants fried um, ice cream in the middle of the night. He goes to wherever to get it. So it's it what in the bigger picture, the burden is more on the female. So if the, 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 there is a plot twist where it is now the female saying no, I will also back the female and say, yes, it's her body. She, she has to some extent like 80% decision to take on whether she wants to go through this or not. That 20% that I am leaving is her not being selfish in taking her decision. But 80% of the decision comes down to her because she's going to be the one to carry the baby in her, in her womb. She's going to be the one to do the delivery. She's going to do the breastfeeding and all of that. So if there's a plot twist, a lot of I will be on the side of the female. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, sorry, I'm getting to ask you. I'm, I'm asking you a lot of questions. It's you fine. You another one as well. Um, from your from your first um, from your first explanation, you mentioned something about if the woman is willing and ready to, you know, um, take care of the child and stuff like that. Now, let me tweak that statement a little bit and let's come back to it. Take for instance, you know, the um, woman wants the child and the man does not want the child. So and his sole reason for that is saying he does not have the financial capacity to train a child at that moment. However, the woman on her own part as well does not also have the financial capacity to carry on such adventure, to carry on such sojourn. But she wants the child and she is still, say, depending on the man subsequently, you know, to take care of the child and train the child. You know, I want, like, let me take my sister, for example. She, she always tells me of how much she loves children and stuff like that, you understand me? And say, for, ex and say for instance... She now gets up, she now ends up getting pregnant. She wants to keep that child. Maybe because of her fear of having abortion or something. She wants to keep the child. She's not willing to go for abortion. And the man does not want the child. Do you think it is now fair on the woman to keep that child, you know, against the choice of the man to train the child subsequently, while also still, you know, hoping that the man should take responsibility for the child after the child is born do you get my question i i want to believe i got your question now our people um have a saying i'm just going to translate it literally say you don't take because of uh, some people died at one battle you don't venture into another mm. now People might be opposed to abortion for different reasons, which I have said, religious reasons could be one of them. 
there are people who believe that oh it's 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 already enough sin that i engaged in fornication or i engaged in adultery i don't want to add the sin of abortion to it and it is their decision there are people who out of fear because of stories of abortion gone bad that they have had, how people had ruptured womb and um, lost their womb and childlessness in future and all of that, have said, I don't want to do an abortion. There are people who also believe that children are sources of blessing. So the fact that I don't have money now, this child might be a source of attraction for blessings upon our life. So different people have different reasons why they don't want to go for abortion. So back to your question, where both parties don't have the financial strength to carry out, to, to see to the upbringing of the child. If they have hope for tomorrow, because it's one thing like, we've all been at certain stages of our lives when we were broke. We didn't have money. We didn't have financial resources. We didn't just give up. We, we, we live each day as it comes, hoping that tomorrow will be better. And I keep telling people sometimes when they come to me for, for certain kind of, I say, pregnancy is not an emergency. Pregnancy is something that gives you time to plan. So let's assume that as at when they, they, they knew that, oh, she is pregnant, and then they begin to make plans, then it's, it's now a, a, a total different thing. Okay, we don't have it now, but together we can work something out. I can start this at least until the pregnancy starts showing or comes to the stage where I can't bend, I can't do this, I can't do that. Uh, on the guy's side, okay, I can pick up one or two extra gigs from there, depending on what he's doing for a living. I can pick up this job, I can pick up that job as a, an extra source of income, and we can work towards this. So in all my submission, I keep saying, whatever decision each person wants to do, they should just not be selfish about it. Don't always just think about you. But then the woman will always bear the greater consequences of any child birth. Thank you. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we, we want you to request for the mic. Uh, we know that the topic is a very, uh, very touchy topic. We know that the topic is going to... Um, open certain things that we don't want to, and we, we are expecting that we will be able, we believe we will be able to control this. We are hoping that people will come up to talk about, you know, the ills of abortion, you know, vis-a-vis -vis the story that has been given already. And <clears throat> please feel free, feel free. Do not be worried, do not be scared. We're not eating you up. We just, like I said earlier, for the purpose of learning, for the purpose of learning, we want people to come up with their opinions, Let's hear from you. What do you think about this? So, yeah, we have our um, flawless. We will, we will come back to you later if we have other questions. Um, for now, we have our first speaker, Demola. Please, Demola, you have the mic. Hey, um, good evening, guys. Good evening. Yeah, so, from, from this story or this um, dilemma, firstly, yeah, 
where where what I'm going to start with is so far this person, I don't know, you call them a couple, yeah. So the guy and the lady in question here, yeah, they both know the consequences of having um unprotected sex. Yeah, so and I quite understand, like, yeah, it's something everybody does. Like, okay, if he happen, pregnancy if he come, if he no come, yeah. But still, they they need to always put it in my, at the back of their mind, like, okay, what if we get pregnant? I don't know if they've had the discussion or not. Because as a couple, these are things that should come up in your discussion to know what the two parties want. But with the guy now saying, okay, now you're pregnant, financially, maybe the guy is not even broke, but maybe, okay, before I start a family, I want to build myself, I want to have a stable business, I want to... He just wants to balance himself, sharp. Because, truly, when it, um, husband and wife relationship or boyfriend and girlfriend is different from when there is a where there is a kid with a kid more responsibilities you need to drop some things because you have to also focus on on your kids so yeah the guy has his own rights to um reason that yeah okay i'm not ready to have a kid now he has his own reasons and as the other lady said, you see, the person that bears the most consequence in this issue is the woman. So most time, the decision is always in their hand because one, they are the one carrying the baby. They are the one that is going to go through most of the duties of taking care of the babies, breastfeeding, and so on. So if you are asking her to do an abortion, and she feels like, no, I'm not ready to do that to my body. Oh, I'm scared. I don't want any complication. It's very we can't we can't force her or we can't um how would I put it? Impose it on her. Yeah, both of them, they are still the one that is facing the issue. But when it comes to giving birth, the lady has I'll say 65% decision to make here because it's our body. We've seen situation whereby um, abortion goes wrong. And also, religion matter. So, yeah, what I think both parties should do is the problem is there already. Now it's solution. Both of them need to sit down. Okay, I don't know if the lady is so rich that she can take care of a baby because your with what the story is saying, like, yeah, um, it's going to be present, but it doesn't want a baby now. It's very contradicting. I don't understand how that is making sense. If he's agreeing that, yeah, I can I'm not going to be a runaway father, he he should just stick to that. Yes, he can also have the um idea um the decision that okay, I'm not ready now, I'm not ready now. But if you are going ahead with it, I'm not going to be a runaway father. We go off him. It's different from him saying, I don't, I'm not going to be a runaway father, but I don't want to be. He needs to stand in one place. It's not confused on that. So, 
that that statement there, that's one thing me I don't I don't understand. But last lasha, what my feel is if you're having unprotected sex with somebody, make sure you're having it with somebody that you are have you already having a discussion on how the pregnancy matter is going to be. Because things like this is going to is, you nobody is perfect. It's just one drop point baby go come it's just one job no it's not funny but it's just the truth so it's not even one drop it's 0. 0. 0. 0. 0. 0.0.0% okay drop. it's just one point one point exactly it's just one point you can't even see the point in your finger uh-huh. <laughs> so we need to be having this discussion these are but since you are saying they are couples I feel they should be having the discussion because uh, you're having unprotected sex as a lady, most especially as a lady. Show it to your man. What if I get pregnant? So from there you go know how you go to prepare. Anyways, I use the man. As adults, right, Demola, I think I agree with you hundred percent. That I don't think anyone should be having sex at the ages that we are here now. I mean. And that's even counting from whenever you even start having sex. Obviously, if you started when you were a teenager, maybe you didn't think about that then. But as a 20-something-year-old or 20-year-old or whatever, I don't think you should be fucking any man raw. Or even with a condom safe, because condoms are what, 99.9% safe. That that 1%, you can't sue them for it. So if your sperm can fly, your sperm can fly, right? And I feel like every time sex happens, there's a, very, there's a chance that you can have a baby. But if you're having continuous sex with one person, people groups wherever it is that you're having sex right i want to believe that you have a personal thought in your head of what you think you would do when a pregnancy happens because i'm very biased in this conversation because one i'm a woman and two i grew up in a very small town where i saw what happens to women when they get pregnant at young ages so i've never really seen when a man is just like oh be there for it or whatever it's it's not the reality of the people that i have grown up with right but i mean it does happen Actually, now, right? But I agree with what you said, Demola. People should be having that conversation. And then secondly, people should be aware that when you have sex, there's a chance that you would have a baby regardless of how you plan or how you keep yourself and how you prepare. And then through to the end of the day, I think um, Flawless said something about it being, in most cases, it's the woman's choice. And I 100% agree that the only time I think I, I would consider it being 80% the woman and 20% the man is when they're like maybe like proper couples or they're married or something. But when it's not that, I feel like my brain just doesn't understand where this needs to come from. But that's just me and my bias. My bias, Shabo, yeah. Okay. So um just a quick one. Is um Demola still here, please? Demola, do you mind if I ask you a question? I'm still here. Oh, okay. Do you mind if I ask you a question, please? All right. Okay, okay. So, um, if I understand what you said clearly, if I understood you clearly, you, you, your, your statement is you believe that it is more of, uh, the woman's right than the man's choice, right? Yes. Okay. So, um, just to balance the equation, at what point do you think the man's right should also be considered in the responsibility of the child? Okay. I'm going to say one, like the other speaker said, once they are married. No, no, no. Need... Let's let's talk about let's let's leave the marriage aspect now. Okay. Talk generally. Mm-hmm. 
All right. I think that's going to... Let's say before they start having sex or doing their... During their relationship. Yeah, their relationship, yeah. They've had the discussion and the man has made it clear. Yo, I'm not ready to have a baby now. Let's let's uh protect ourselves. Let's have a protected sex. Let's just condom. You get me? And okay. the and the man is very clear about it. You know, this this sex thing, you know how most people say, ah, what is the best? Let's do it raw. What is more interesting is better. You get me? You know, you can lose your head in the flow of everything. Oh. So when when it gets to that, and uh, how let's say Kanji is bastard. Kanji don't you woman be you you two you go ahead with it. The thing leads to pregnancy. I feel we should um the the woman shouldn't be biased at that point. Think saying, Oh, it's my body, I'm doing kind of thing. Yo, this man has said this before. Try to prevent this situation. You know, so at that point, both parties need to how I put it, both parties need to sit down clearly and have a discussion because it's not going to be fair to the man. Because the man tried it's possible best to avoid the situation. I'm sorry, let me even add a point to this, Seth, right? And maybe this is for the men in the house. You are sleeping with a woman, um, maybe protected, unprotected. Let's just imagine that life is a bastard, right? And then the woman gets pregnant, but you want her to have the baby. Why are you willing to have a baby with this woman? Why don't you just... Okay, if you want to put her in a motherly way, why can't she put her in a wifely way and just pay calories on her head? Like, why, why are you comfortable with me having your child, but you still want to keep me outside of the thing that should put us to I don't know this the, the common sense is not making sense in my head like why are you telling me to have your baby that happened by a mistake that both of us were not probably ready for you I'm telling you I don't want the baby you're telling me I should have your baby and I should have your baby outside of wedlock while still being your babe I I don't know this is not I don't know um Cindy I think well that that's also one aspect of the conversation that we will most likely consider subsequently but i think for our current topic that's maybe well maybe... i don't go on topic anymore okay <laughs> topic, so that topic may be that. out of scope that may be out of scope but well thank you thank you very much thank you very much um demola i will come back to you flawless i can see your hands up i will come back to you later please let's just answer other people that have been here um was it Dagbo before Iyala or be Iyala before Dagbo? I don't even know which one. Iyala, please go 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 first. God bless you. Before I quickly forget what I wanted to say, right? We keep talking like there's a middle ground. There is no middle ground. So I can have this discussion with this man for 20 years. Discussing, oh, should we keep it? The man will say no. Me, I will say yes. The man will say no. Me, I will, ultimately, there is no there is no room for oh compromise. Is it that I will bought half and keep half? No. It, it, there's no middle ground. Either I say yes or I say no. The choice is sham my own. Unless he wants to poison me and give me miscarriage without my knowledge. That's the only time he gets to make the choice. It's not his. It will never be his. He can contribute his opinion. Okay. If I want to take it, okay. If I don't want to take it, okay. The choice is still my own. Unless you kidnap me. Unless you kill me. Unless you... Ah, what do you want to do? It's my choice. Right? 
Secondly, I think Les Beast, Lessie, <laughs> Lessie was saying, oh, talk about the ills of abortion, the ills of abortion. Um, I think you're assuming that everybody thinks there are ills of abortion. Yes, granted, a lot of people believe that abortion is wrong, but um, a lot of us don't see anything wrong with abortion. Um, so, I mean, if it's not in my plan, if a child is not in my plan, because that's the whole 20-year project. If it's not in my plan, then I just feel like the best thing for myself and that child is to abort it. So because I don't want to bring a child into this world that I cannot care for, whether it is financially, whether it is my time, whether it is mentally, emotionally, I just I just feel it's unfair to that child. So a lot of people who are saying, burn it, burn it, you, you lay your bed, you lie on it. It's like they're just thinking consequence for for your action not necessarily the life of this child that's being brought into this world what kind of life are they going to have right that that's personally for me and then i saw another question saying so if the man decides to walk away will you blame him yes i will blame you because ultimately the child is yours is a product of your dna when you were sleeping with me i didn't rape you you consented to have sex and therefore consented to whatever products you know the sex will bring out will bring about so if you have agreed that by having sex with me my choice to keep or remove the child does not absolve you of your parental responsibility so yes you can decide to say i will be a deadbeat deadbeat dad good 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 kudos to you it's your choice abby but it doesn't mean that we will not blame you we will blame you we'll get a court order we'll collect all your money that's what will happen if you have any questions, I'll be here. Thanks. Yalla, baby. <laughs> well, I did, I, did, I did not expect anything less from you with your submissions. And I'm happy you came up to speak. Thank you very much. Um, you made very succinct and very clear points, which I, I buy I completely, wholeheartedly buy into. But you also made a statement that I also want to ask a question on, you know. Um... You said something about being a 20-year plan, you know? It's not just the nine months. Am I right? Did I get that correctly, Yella? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Actually, it's a lifelong thing because even at 90, so I'm a pharmacist. I see women who are like 90 years old. I know a woman is 90 years old and she has an autistic son. Her son is like 68. So she still comes into the pharmacy for his medication, right? She's 90. She has not stopped being a mother like people forget that when you get pregnant, you don't know what you're going to give birth to. You can give birth to a child with disability. That That's your whole entire life. That's it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I really do appreciate your points. Um, I think the next person on our um, list speaker session will be Dr. Dagbo. Uncle Dagbo, you have the mic. <clears throat> Hello, good evening, bro. Good evening. We can hear you. Yeah, so uh, being a medical practitioner, uh, one of the uh, issues we see at work is uh, we've had many of these uh, examples and it's always been tough. So uh, regardless of where you are, UK, Nigeria, wherever, I think the woman is the ultimate decider of whatever happens to the baby. If she's going to pee or she's not going to keep it. So this happened to my own elder brother. He's got four kids already, and they're all girls. So he told his wife he doesn't want kids anymore. And the wife, like, 
told him, okay, she's going to get the pills or whatever, whatever. Long story short, sister got pregnant and she told the husband, like, I'm pregnant. And the man was like, no, no way, you're aborting this thing. And she said she was going to abort it. They dragged, dragged here and there. So as I would say now, the girl is, the child is four years old right now and still a girl. So long story short, the bro is not ready to take responsibility on that child. Like, he's doing everything for the other four kids, but nothing on that child. Daddy had to call the whole family, like, you can't continue like this. But he's standing on the fact that I said, I don't want a fifth child, regardless of a boy or a girl. So if I'm doing everything for these other four kids, I'm not doing anything on this fifth one. So I think they just settled it lately, like, sometimes last month. And, I mean... (laughs) Just boils down back to this conversation about the woman being the ultimate decider of whatever she wants to do. Even if the husband is not ready to like do anything on the child, I know people will come up around the family and do whatever they want to do. But long story short, he has just been doing a Gideon as well. But last, last now, I just heard he's just paid the tuition for the child now. So everything now boils down back to the woman to say what she wants and, and that's ultimate. Thank you. Okay, um, Dagbe, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, I would have asked you a question, but I think I will just let that pass. No, ask the question, bro. Hmm? Ask your question. I should ask my question. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, from from what you said, and all there is, you know, when the child was better than everything, and the man said he did not want responsibility for the child. Um, what I did not get were they married at the point where he was requesting for. Um, the abortion. So they are married. I said no, at the point it. when they were, when he was requesting for the abortion, were they married? Uh, this is husband and wife, bro. They are four. Okay, husband and wife. Yeah, they are four kids before, okay. and they are all girls. So maybe okay. the woman and the woman said she did not want the abortion. She wanted to give birth to the child. Right? Yeah, the woman wanted to give to give birth to a child. I think she is looking for a, a, a male child, and the husband says he doesn't want anyone anymore. So the, I think they, they plan to have three, but because all of them can't be girls, that was why they did the fourth one. So, I mean, the husband was done, but the wife still wanted to try one more time. Okay. Okay. But, but, but at that point, you know, you need, we need to, let's, let's look at this. Let's look at this from also another angle as well. Um, like you said about the whole thing, I wonder why, you will want your wife to do an abortion. Of course, like Yala said, there, there are safe abortion, there's safe abortion and all of that. And even when I was talking about ills of abortion, I wasn't talking about ills of abortion with the sense that sorry, let's see. Yeah. Just to cut you off, no there's don't don't really use the term safe abortion. I it's I get what you're trying to say, but every procedure has a risk so yeah yeah agreed agreed i so i, I apologize for that but you understand what i'm trying to say Dago? yeah okay so my point is do you really think the man should not have a choice to father a child at that point especially putting into perspective it's just a question putting into perspective the financial implication is going to cost him as the father or as the man of the house or you know as they owner of the home with responsibility for the other three children that are already in existence in the house and other bills for okay four children do you really think do you think it is right for us to say the man should not have a choice when he will definitely be responsible for the child 
Yeah, so uh, that there is no fairness in love and war. And right now, in this situation, in this instance of uh, abortion or whatever we have named it, the the man has no choice in this. Whatever is the the uh, everything we are going to say is not going to be fair on the man because it's not him that is carrying the baby. It's not him that will decide what will happen. It's not him that will breastfeed the baby. So this this that's that's the issue. I mean this thing this case I just told you is almost ruins the family. Like for three three good months, the man was not coming home. He was sending money to them to take care of the four kids and not the fifth one. He didn't do the naming ceremony for the fifth child. So do, do you get what I'm saying? Because he's saying that child is not my own. I don't want her, him or her. But the wife is always trying like, yeah, I want a boy, I want a boy. Do you get what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's, it, it, was a, it was just a, a serious case. But then it is what it is. So everything we are going to say today, there is no way a guy is going to win this argument and there is nothing there to be won. It's exactly. just man's That's, that's exactly what I was to say. The, 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 this topic is not about winning, like I said earlier. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's nothing there to be won. It's just about stating the facts. It's not you that will carry the baby. It's not you that will do the old nine months wala. It's not you that will you bust the child. You, you have come, you have come, finish. So... I swear. Thank you. Double. You me. have gotten one drop. Let me send you Guinness. <laughs> okay, thank you very much, Dr. Dagbo. Dr. Dagbo of um, Cardiff Royal Hospital. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, our next our next speaker will be Ola Jesu. After Ola Jesu will be Mamuzo. After Mamuzo will be Joy Edosa. So yes, Ola Jesu, please you have the mic. All right, thank you. Uh, before I make my point, let me say two things. Number one, I'm particularly pro-life. And number two, I believe that if abortion will be done under any circumstance. It should be done in between 12 weeks of conception. Now, having said that, I also agree with the school of thought that the decision of whether aborting or not represent lies on the woman. But that notwithstanding, I usually believe that there should be conversation between the man and the woman and letting the woman understand the repercussion of not having the consent of the man when keeping the child. Let me make myself an example. When I got married, um, I told my wife that she should give me maybe one to two years to sort some things out and to also ensure that she get a footing with her business before having a child. Because I felt at that particular point in time, if we have to bring in up a child, it will drag our feet financially and also drag my own plans to a little bit. But as God we have it, we had a baby, uh, I think within a year, I think at 12th month of our marriage. Now, presently, she has been asking me for another child. And I'm saying, no. That even I don't think I want another child, talk less of now. Now, because, and I'm giving her reasons for that. So, but because I believe that if she conceives, if a lady conceives, it is her 
prerogative to decide whether she wants to abort or not, 100%. But however, just for instance, that Dagbo's uh, brother's uh, experience, even though the man is taking responsibility later on, but look at what the woman will have gone through for the four years that the man didn't take responsibility. Although the man will still come back if the man has conscience, as some people have said, but look at the trauma and the inconvenience, the emotional uh, stress the woman will have gone through for not, uh, because the husband did not consent at one time or the other. Fine, I'm pro-life. Abortion 100% lies on the woman. However, I believe ladies should also uh, consider men when taking those decisions. Thank you. Okay, thank you very much, um, Olaji. So I want to ask you just one single question. It, there is no right or wrong answer. But I want to, I've asked some other people before you. Do you think it is fair for the man to abstain from taking financial responsibility for the child after the child is born, especially when he had mentioned to the woman that he is not ready for a child. Do you think it is fair? Do you think it's unfair? It depends. I think it depends on the kind of conversation they've had prior to that pregnancy. And maybe in the first uh, 12 weeks of that pregnancy, prior to that pregnancy, so obviously, obviously, she conned the man into the pregnancy. Come, the come man, again, please. She conned the man. She deceived Bros to the pregnancy. She said she was safe. Why she wasn't? Do you get what I'm saying? The bro has always said he doesn't want a fifth child. So she she conned him to uh, to, to to like sleep with him, to sleep with her and get get pregnant for the fifth child. So that's why he said he doesn't want the fifth child, regardless, boy or girl. I know once. Yeah, so basically, that's what I'm asking. Do you think at that point, it is fair for the man to say he is not going to take any responsibility whatsoever associated to that child? Well, I, I really cannot say it, whether it's fair or not, but I feel, uh, I think the woman should, uh, should be able to understand that she has done something that is not appropriate for deceiving the man I, I think, but I can't say whether it's fair or not. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's fine. Thank you very much, Olaji. Thank you. Um, our next speaker is Mamuzo. Hi. Um, good evening, everybody. I hope you can um, hear me. Yes, loud and clear. All right, cool. So, I I was into um, sexual and productive health back then in Nigeria. I did a job for like four years, so we saw a lot of cases like this. Um, I would go with what um, Yala said. There's really no middle ground in this whole thing. It's the whole burden of if keeping the child or not keeping the child is solely on the woman. If this if this um, lady in particular is saying, I want to keep the baby, I know of all the implications of having a child, of, of being pregnant and having a child, the financial implications, the career implications and all of that, then at the end of the day, it's not a choice for the guy to actually be a father or not be a father. It's either it's going to stay or it's going to be a deadly dad. So there's really like uh, not not too much debate, really. There's really not too much debate. And also, I want to I want to add briefly that uh, if you are not if you are not ready to have a child in the UK, then you should 
you should try and go eat um enroll to a family planning um model or type, you know, because getting abortion in the UK is although it's legal, it's difficult. It takes time. It takes time. It's actually easier getting an abortion in Nigeria than in the UK. In Nigeria it's illegal. In the UK you have to first of all book an appointment. Then you have to wait for weeks to get a call, a consultation call. Is that this is not the abortion now. Then maybe when you get a consultation call it takes weeks again to get the procedure and depending on where you are staying if you're living in places that are not in like i know they are not very concentrated like in london so you're living in the northeast of england now it could take you weeks weeks upon to get an appointment say for example in middlesbrough where i'm where i live there's just one clinic who does abortion service and if you're not you can't uh if they are all tight and packed, probably be waiting for eight weeks, nine weeks, ten weeks to get, I guess, an abortion. You know, the whole thing just weighs down on the lady. Sometimes you have to travel hours. If you, if maybe, if maybe there's no available space. I was reading, I was reading some of the the scenarios that have been that I found out to the UK. So, so women have to travel five hours, six hours. A lady from Kent had to travel like. Eight hours just for her to get an abortion service after many weeks of waiting. So she, she because of the time, they thought because of the time in um, getting a consultation, and she couldn't get. She passed that stage where she could use abortion pills. So she had to get a, a surgical abortion, and it's a whole lot of stress. So bottom line is that there's really no much of a debate. Your body falls on the lady at the end of the day. If she says she wants to keep the child. You have no choice. Probably you may just try to convince her, but if at the end of the day she says, "Oh yeah, I'm keeping the child," so that you will not stay, or you now decide so you do not say, oh, "I'm not going to stay for the child. I'm going to be a deputy dad." And yeah, that's all. Sorry, I have a comment to make before we continue with other speakers. Um, I saw some things on the um timeline that I think I need to clarify. Um, Mamuza, can you mute your mic for a second, please? Thank you. Um, I felt I find it very insultive and wrong to say that people that are speaking and supporting the notion that is a woman's body and her choice are capping or they are saying what pleases the pleases the masses if you think you have a different opinion right you're very free to come up and say but please do not throw words or call people liars because they are supporting the notion that they believe in it's very wrong frankly it's quite insultive that people are saying what they want to say and you're calling them people pleasers or whatever please dead that conversation if you think they're capping because in your own mind you believe that it's not a woman's choice then say your points i think david raised a very good clarification about there being no winners and losers in the conversation as long as you're saying your points with like clarity and without insults and throwing jabs then it's very fine right but please don't don't call the speakers here cappers or liars or people pleasers it's not it's, it's very unfair Thank you. Thank you very much, Cindy. Um, sorry, for the purpose of accepting other people up, I will have to remove two people currently from the space. Um, so I think we are... I will have to remove you. I apologize. From the speaker session, I mean. So, please, I apologize in advance. And... Um, Mamuzo, I, can, can I drop you, please? I will have Bro, to... take me down. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, 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 you can, you can. You can drop me as well. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. So our next speaker tonight is going to be Joy Edusa. Hi, good evening, everyone. Good evening. Yeah, so um, like Iela earlier mentioned, there's no middle ground to this. As long as whatever I'm going to be biased, I may sound biased, but that's completely fine. I'm going to support the lady, whatever she says. If she wants to keep the baby or she wants to abort the baby, I'm 100% standing for her. First, if she's mentally ready to have the baby, that's completely fine. If she doesn't want the baby, it's her own choice. Even take, for example, during consultation, the man is not even in the picture when you're having a conversation for an abortion. It's always the woman. So whatever she says, it's completely final. If she wants to have the baby, that's fine. If she doesn't want to have the baby, that's fine. Then because at the end of the day, it's the woman against the world. It's the woman against the world. So if she wants to have the baby, I will stand in by her. When it comes to making such decisions, you should be aware of the consequences of having unprotected sex. You should be aware of what if unforeseen circumstances comes to play. That's being pregnant at the end of the day. So you should be ready for whatever outcome. If the lady wants to keep it, I stand I stand by her. If she doesn't want to keep it, I stand by her. If he says he doesn't want to be in the picture at the end of the day, if the lady decides to keep the baby, that's completely fine by him. But at the end of the day, whatever the lady says, it's fine now. Okay, I agree with you, Joy. That's that's a fantastic that's a fantastic opinion. But just for the purpose of clarity, you said where the man says he is not interested in having responsibility for the child after the child is born. You are also in support of the woman having the um, abortion, right? Yes. Oh, okay, that's fine. That's fine. Thank you very much. Um, our next speaker will be, uh, what's his name? Just Rabiu. Yeah. Thank you. Can you all hear me? Loud and clear, bro. We can hear you. Yeah. Thanks. Um. So, I would support the man in this case. And it's not about picking sides or because I'm a man. It's um, because some people, even the man, there's a mental side to it. You cannot just abandon your child. If I say to a lady that I'm not interested in having a baby and she agrees prior to the sex, that is beforehand, and then later on, she decides she's going to keep it. First and foremost, that's betrayal. That's um, making men less and less trust women generally if this happens which is real i mean there are a lot of people that learn from other other people's experience you don't wait until something happens to you before you're um you you take lessons from that so some people cannot even donate spam to people that need it because they still feel like my child is out there somewhere in the world and i don't even know him secondly if you abandon your child which is for me almost unacceptable then there there might be a case where how will the child turn out? You know, imagine you 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 are the way we are all of us today here. Your father has rejected you. It's always going to be in your mind. No matter where you go, no matter how what you become in life, you will always think. Especially if you fail or suffer in life, you may never even make it in life because you always feel like, oh, I'm a reject. Someone rejected me. 
I was never wanted right from the beginning. I just happened by mistake or something. Secondly, um, or alternatively rather, um, you could also see it in, in this way that you have to maybe pay child support somehow. And even if you decide to stay there, at some point the mother or the woman one day will tell the child, okay, you know what? You never wanted the child in the first place. Or if the child just errs or make a mistake and you correct him or you scream or you anything, it, there's always going to be a reason that, okay, you never wanted him in the first place. This is why you're doing that. That is why you're doing that. So I feel right from the beginning, know what you're getting into. If you don't want it, then just, even if it's your wife, play safe, use a condom. Just don't take chances since it's it's becoming more and more difficult to trust people. Because if, if I tell you I don't want it, and if you wanted it right there, you tell me, then no sex happens, okay? Everybody's good. But you cannot go behind my back and tell me then it's your body. It takes two to make one. Without me, there's no baby. You need me to make. And without you, I agree, there's no baby. So we came together. We make their decisions together. And if some, between the, the two of us, someone is going to come out, we should all be responsible for him or her. And if one is not ready, I don't think you should take it um, further. So I'll stop here. Thank you. Thank you very much, um, Just Rabi. You, you, you made some cogent points, which we do appreciate. Um, let's move on to the next speaker. And that will be Lilac Toby. Yes, please come on. Oh, can you guys hear me? Loud and clear, so baby. My question, which I've been asking that nobody's really answered, is at what point does it become less about the mother wanting or not wanting the child, the father not wanting or not wanting the responsibility, and more about the baby that's either already born or about to be born? Because, like, it's... This is another life that you're bringing. So, like, even if is there's a whole back and forth of, I don't want the child, I want the child. Once that child is born, there's no going back. You can't return that child to God. You can't return it back to the maker. So, at what point is it less about what you want and more about what the child needs? Are you asking us or you, you, you're putting it to the house? Or you asking I'm the saying that when home? you're making your additions you should think about that basically okay okay we'll put that into in, into review thank you uh odogu i think you're supposed to be the next speaker please yo can you hear me yes <sighs> good evening everyone um this is a very crazy topic i know everyone who have a lot to say until they're in the position to actually um, act. It's easy to just come on stage and say things because um, you feel that's what you would do. Growing up, I used to say, um, if anyone gets pregnant for me, she must have the baby. I'm never going to abort my child. One, I know I will always have support to raise a child. But then... Um, I grew up and I understood that um, as much as it takes two people to make a child, one person suffers more and is the woman. 
if we're being honest. I um I'm going to use a personal experience here. Just before I left, the last one for the road I did hooked my neck. I got here and then I got a call from Nigeria. Yo, I missed my period. Why you miss Sam? But then, bro, I'm here. What do you want to do? Be a young girl. I'm here for my master's. She said, what do I want? I said, no, this is not me. It's not my body. If you decide to keep this baby, well, I can take care of a child. If you want to return the baby to the sender, it's your choice. Because whatever decision you take would not really affect me that much. If you want to keep a baby for nine months at least, your your life will be somehow on hold. I'll be going to school. I'll be telling you sorry on the phone. You have some complications. I'll do my best, but I'm not the one going through the complications. I'll be there for you, but I am not going through it. It's your body. It's your decision. You are an adult. We are both adults. When we are having unprotected sex, we knew this was going to happen. Well, it's here now. So it was a decision. When she made that decision, I said, well, I support you. Not that I did not want... If she had wanted to keep that baby, man, I'm a grown-ass man, an only child. My parents want a grandchild. So personally, I would have wanted to keep that child. But she didn't want it. And it would affect her more. And my bigot is not going to force someone's child to go through something she's not prepared for. It's not my body that's going to change. It's not my life that's going to be on hold. As much as we try to say, oh, it takes two people to make a child, one person is going to always suffer more. And I think we should respect women when it comes to that. You can say, oh, I don't want a child. She should not force me to take care of the child. When you are having unprotected sex, what are you waiting for? A plasma TV, a brand new phone to come out. If you are ready to not use a condom, you should be ready to father a child. If you say, no, that will not concern my papa, you go take care of the picking where your come bring. It's 100%. I don't care. Let's be honest. Let's be fair. You'll be there for the woman, but you're not going through those changes with her. You're not suffering with her. Thank you. Udogo, thank you for your entry. Let me even add a point to this, a very funny point, right? And maybe the women here can relate to this point. When you're having sex with a guy and you're using a condom and then, you know, maybe when you're younger, because not about older, we kind of have more common sense. But when you're younger, then you'll be like... Bless the raw, blah 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 blah. I want to come inside you, Brr. feel so warm. Brr. You guys do whatever, right? And you have and you get pregnant. Everyone I'm talking about the fact that a woman's body goes through stress during pregnancy. I don't think anyone has really discussed what happens to a woman's body, brain, mind, and soul during the period of getting an abortion. One, right? I feel like we need to understand that abortion is not this one cure of a problem that has come up because of reckless behavior. When there is this scare, if, you, uh, if, if you've ever had a pregnancy scare before, I know most people might have, where you think that you've committed this, if you're, if you're a Christian, right, you mostly think like, what am I going to do? Am I going to actually commit this crime that I've been told not to commit? So you think of the fact that, am I really going to remove a baby from my body? Like, am I really going to 
kill a child. And what's funny is doctors and nurses will tell you that at certain periods when the baby is developing, it's not a baby. It is just nucleus and egg and whatever. It has no soul. What they don't tell you is that even when you've committed the abortion, even when you've removed that thing that has no soul, your body and your mind and your heart remembers that you removed a baby. Whether it was a two-month-old baby, whether it was a four-month-old baby, whether it was a baby that you had for a man who was disgustingly irritating and you hated so much, your body often remembers that you have taken away something, something that you're supposed to grow in your body. And you often don't know these stories because many of us have been lucky to not experience abortions, right? We've been lucky to be somehow not getting pregnant, even though we're fucking randomly on the streets, right? Somehow God has been faithful or life has been faithful, or whatever you believe in. However, what you don't remember is when you go into that tiny doorway and lay down for those people to scrape within you and or you take that pill that makes you cry four million tears in two hours because the pill is supposed to be easier than doing dnc don't know who has been sharing this information around town but that's what they say on the internet right there's a lot of trauma that i say attached to an abortion like the trauma is not only one-sided. It's not trauma of having a baby. It's also trauma of having an abortion as well. Like, it's both of them. And even though, yes, that's the best thing for you to do at that point in time, right? Let me give a story. When I was in secondary school, a girl in my in my class got pregnant, right? And she had to... Somehow, some, I think her mom took her to get the abortion because the pregnancy wasn't there anymore. And that's the story that we kind of ran with. She's married now. She has kids and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And we had a chat one day that was kind of interesting. And from you know, when she said she remembers the child that couldn't be. And I'm like, oh, what do you mean by that? And she's just like, she feels guilt that all her kids now can enjoy life. But there was that there was that that one baby that she didn't allow to come and enjoy the same life. So there is some grief attached to you. So let's calm down with how we're saying just pregnancy part. Look at the other side of it too, because there are things attached there as well to having an abortion. So yeah. Thank you very much, Cindy. You you've made a very valid point. We this is a very difficult topic. We we appreciate that point you just made. Um, let's let's move on to the next speaker. We're already running out of time. Our next speaker for tonight is going to be Olasomi. So yes, please, Olasomi, you have the mic. Um. Yeah. Good evening. Good evening, yeah. bro. Okay, so I just have um, three things to say. First of all, for the case um, where Dabu said his elder brother didn't take responsibility for the fifth child because he had had a discussion with his wife, I feel um, that's very, very wrong. He should have taken responsibility for that in as much as he discussed it with his wife that he does not want a fifth child. Yeah, he discussed it with his wife that he does not want a fifth child. But did he take action? Why did he put all the precaution on the woman. Why is it the woman that should take the um, deal? Why is she the one that should um, not get pregnant or whatsoever? He should have done um, this thing, a, a vasectomy or what do they call it? So he's, he's shown his own past that, oh yes, I can't, like, I'm not going to impregnate this woman. So and another scenario is, um, I had a friend that he had sex with his girlfriend, used the condom, but something happened the condom the condom broke and he knew so she took um personal and everything and she still got pregnant 
and he was trying to say that uh, no, he's not going to take it. She used personal. And we told, we told him that, guy, you, you knew that the condom broke. She has done her own part by taking the after pill. But somehow, somehow, the thing still happened, and she got pregnant. You have to just take it. And the last one I want to say is is a question. So, in a scenario, in a, a scenario whereby in Nigeria abortion is a crime, yeah, the woman wants abortion. She doesn't want to have the child, and the man doesn't, based on his belief, his culture, he's ready to father the child and everything. Does he have the right to maybe report that to the authorities that? Um, he doesn't want that to have an abortion and want his child. I'm sorry, what authorities in which country, Nigeria or in the UK? In Nigeria, I said in Nigeria, where abortion is a crime, and she wants, she wants an abortion, and it's like, no, I want to take care of my child and everything. Does he have the right to like stand on it? Because if if, if a woman wants abortion, and the man, if a woman does does not want abortion, and the man wants to do an abortion we always say it's her body is a right she can actually have an abortion so now she wants an abortion and the man is saying no i can take care of the child and my belief does not um validate that it's also a crime and everything does he have the right to actually report man, to the authority is, is, is this woman his wife no 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 not his wife so how is he proving that that's his baby that is inside her oh and on what court is he raising this claim? I'm very confused. Okay, so it, if if it's, if it's that, that means he can actually tell her that if you keep the baby, if um, if you no, the the, the woman said is is his baby now. Yeah, okay, the thing is, right? Um, this story would always would only happen in one way because they're using Nigeria as a context. In Nigeria abortion is illegal. So there's no way this story is going to happen in the logical sense of things because it's already legal in Nigeria. So it's not even about the man being the father of the baby. If the woman is even committing abortion at all in general, then she's already in trouble. So it's not even about the man in the sense. So the, the court or the police or whoever would always side with against the woman because she shouldn't have an abortion in Nigeria. So maybe take it out of Nigeria and then maybe we can have a conversation. Okay, then that's fine then. Yeah, yeah. But in Nigeria, it won't fly. The woman is already committing a crime. And I think then again, it's Nigeria. I'm not quite sure what rights a lot of women have. We do not really have that much rights in Nigeria. So yeah, I think that was on his or probably as a response to what I said about it. Before we come to Dagbo, we have to go to Son of Grace first. Son of Grace, please, you have the mic. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Yeah, so um, about this abortion thing, I think people are actually seeing it on the basis of the man and the woman. So first of all, let's use an instance of the a woman that has the ROH negative and then you tell her to do an abortion. We all know that she has the 50-50 chance of survival, right? And if she's not taken care of, because I've seen an instance where a friend of mine told his girlfriend to do an abortion and she died in the process and he had to marry her. Like the wedding he did was with a dead person. And I've also seen a scenario wherein a friend told his wife to do an abortion and currently they are three years of marriage and they are barren. So when we talk about abortion, I think we should need to understand that before you think of abortion, you should also know that this is also murder. 
yes, I get it. It's legal here in UK, but also there are consequences to it. And like, like I would say, as a man, before you do some things, you should be able to take full responsibility of your action. You don't just feel because you have a pennies, you could do whatever you want, you could release, and of course, damn the consequences. No, for every action, there's a consequence. So I feel as a man, you should have full responsibility and take full responsibility for whatever action you take. Now, coming to this uh, scenario, I feel the woman has all the right and the full say because one, it's her body. Yes, I get it. It's um, uh, two persons coming together. But like Steve Harvey, we say he said he would say it's eighty-five fifteen, which is the woman has eighty-five percent and the white man has fifteen percent. So that means, as a man, you should know that the decision goes to the woman. And that's why people would say UK law is quite, um, favors the women more. And I'm like, I think I'm comfortable with it because if it favors the men more, most of women, sorry to use the word assholes, we're assholes and would abuse it. Men tend to feel we are the um, masculine side and tend to abuse that power. So when it comes to this talk of abortion, I think the woman should have the say in it because it's her body and two people, two adults came together and had a consensual sex and so if you as a man, you didn't use protection you get the lady pregnant then I feel you should bear the consequences of your action and own up as a man that's just my own two sides of the coin um, Son of Grace, before I continue, I wanted to just correct a comment that you made um, okay. if, you, if a couple hasn't had a baby in three years, that don't call that barrenness it's not really that's no, it's, that I didn't, no I didn't say it's barrenness you didn't get me like my friend told his wife like it's, it's like someone I know very well he told his wife to have an to uh, get an yeah. abortion when, the, when she got pregnant and she did why yeah. she's respecting her husband and then currently now they are doing the fire prayers and all that and when they go to the hospital they say it's because when she did the abortion whoever did it didn't do it well and it oh, damaged okay. our Maybe add that context because that's a whole different conversation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, I didn't really want to go into detail. So okay, that, that's now who is the woman is there praying and crying that she doesn't have a child, and then the man probably tomorrow would find a girl outside and get her pregnant, and then who bears the consequences? The lady that is at home crying on her bed and asking God for a child, but hearing the man being an Igbo man use this veto power. And insistent his wife should uh, get pregnant, uh, do an abortion. And so, that's the same man she's married to right now. Yeah, they are married together. Three years. Hey, then it's, it's both their consequence now. Why are we asking who bears the consequences? Two of them now. Well, no, looking now, you you say two of them, but you forget that the man could go outside and get someone else pregnant. That's a very, that's a weird man. You should go outside. That's his fucking business. Next time. But that is meant for you. That's why I, when it I'm comes also to that's all men for us too. Some men are not like that, but. See, 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 like I would always say, they are good people and they are bad people, 50-50. The same way they are good guys, the same way they are bad guys, the same way they are good women, they say the same way they are bad women. Is that just the way life is? Son of we, all, we all need to understand that. Yeah? Son of um, I'm sorry I will have to cut it short because we are already having no six minutes to go. Um, that will quickly, i give you just one minute, please. I think you wanted to address something somebody said, but please, just one minute. Yeah, so Sami was saying uh, he's going to blame the man as well. 
when uh, <clears throat> the man said she told the wife to get next uh, next plan on i mean it's a contraceptive implant the woman should uh should could use and the wife said she has used it i mean why would you have to, why would you have to doubt if your wife has i mean has has done the old birth control thing only to now have sex and get pregnant. So what's the man's fault in that? Do you mean the man should be using a condom with his wife or to be doing two FA with his wife before they... He, should, he should get a vasectomy. He should get a vasectomy. If the man has four children and he doesn't want any more, you know what you will do? Go to the hospital, get a snip snip. It's not that painful. You'll be fine. Just just, just before we go on, yeah, um, don't, don't, don't interrupt, please, please. Please, go on. Okay. Um. I. I think let, let's let's just leave that chapter with that. Go on, Inyala. They can address it on the tier. Let's address someone else who hasn't spoken. Press, please. You have two and a half minutes. Press. Press. In the absence of uh, in the absence of press, let's see if Ella can talk. I don't know. Can anyone hear me? I can hear you. Ella is trying to connect, so um, I think we should just give her a moment. Yeah, it's not connecting. I don't know why. Press, can you hear me, Press? <clears throat> let's, let's just give them a minute or two. But I mean, you go to another person. Press no game. Well, there is no other person on our speaker session anymore. We stopped accepting earlier. We stopped accepting. Yeah, that was, Ella was the last person, and let me try and invite her again. If, if that works, yeah. Just give me one second. Just send her an invite. <laughs> Um, doesn't look like she's accepting. Well, that's fine. I mean, we've we've had we've had an extensive one hour thirty minute, almost one hour thirty minute session tonight. And um, she's of course, is she here? Yeah, she is. I can't see her, but okay. Ella, can you please uh, make? Uh, yeah, uh, please. We have three minutes. Ella. That's a lot of time. Okay, okay one minute. Ah, uh, that's too small. <laughs> So, um, I didn't join this space from the beginning, but like from the small I've heard, um, my own opinion is quite different from what most people have said. First off, I feel like both parties in the baby making factory business have a have the owners like the responsibility rests on both parties to decide what they want. As a man, you don't want kids, get a vasectomy. As a woman, you don't want babies. You have to use methods of protection. You can get like um implants, get other family planning methods. Now these things are not foolproof and in the event a baby happens, for the fact that it's the woman carrying the baby at the point where she becomes pregnant, unfortunately it's now in her hands to decide what she wants to do with that baby or fetus or whatever it is so if she feels like she wants to get an abortion and she can't take care of it 
even if the man wants her to have that baby, it still lies like in her hands. So it's um it's not really in his hands anymore. Now for the scenario someone was talking about where um the man wanted the wife not to have an abortion and the wife wanted to have it it's really not his business anymore unfortunately because you're not the one carrying the baby if you're carrying the baby then you get to make those decisions but this is someone else doing this whole job the process of pregnancy is already stressful enough and having to want to carry a baby that you don't want just adds to that pressure then for the um there's another thing I heard about how the body remembers or how your body remembers when you have an abortion. I honestly don't know where that's from, but probably, I think it was Cindy that said it, probably she can throw more light on it maybe on the tail because I think this piece is ending soon. So probably she can shed more light on how the body remembers if there's like a scientific way or scientific method because I honestly don't want to believe that it's just the fact that you're feeling guilt about the fact that you you had an abortion. Hello baby. Who's calling? <laughs> Ella, you have used up your time. All right, my loves. Bye bye. I apologize for that. Well, um, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of just 90 minutes, episode five, abortion, women's right or men's choice. And um I'm happy we've made it to the end in one piece and not in <laughs> Yeah, we've made it to the end in one piece. So all the naysayers, they can go back to bed because there was no fight, there was no robot here. Well, thank you very much for tuning in tonight. And um, we do appreciate the efforts coming in tonight and having this educational conversation with us. Um, like I, didn't, I forgot to mention earlier, this is going to be in a series of three. So that means we have a full. Like, of... um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, let's see. Let's let's hold on that one, please. Okay, Just, we'll come we'll come back to that one. Okay, that's fine. Um, so, um, I think at this point I'm going to be handing the mic over to David. So, David, it's all yours. Um, thanks, guys. That's that's all I have to say. Um, this this was this was really well managed, and thank you to the team particularly, um, because I didn't do much of the management, but they did an excellent job. Thank you guys so much. Um, and uh, this this wasn't as chaotic as many of you expected but again i think it was a nice conversation to have um it's not the easiest to have but i think it was it was an important conversation to have so i just wanted to thank you guys again and um on that note i would call it tonight and tell you guys to enjoy the rest of your night thank you very much next monday 8 30 again we'll be back with maybe not not a very heavy topic because this this has taken a toll on even those of us that are managing it again thank you very much and um, i'll speak to you next week